Thank you very much for uh, joining us this morning. I'm Benjamin Haddad. I'm a fellow here at uh, Hudson Institute. Um, and we're going to uh, uh, talk this morning about uh, the situation in Spain, the situation in, in Catalonia. We're very honored to have uh, the ambassador of Spain, uh, Mr. Pedro Morenes, uh, with us. Uh, let me just say uh, a word here about what we're uh, uh, assembled. Hudson Institute is, as you know, uh, a policy center, a, uh, a think tank that's devoted to American leadership, global engagement, and strong relation with allies uh, around the world. This uh, very conference uh, room was actually inaugurated by uh, Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe uh, last year, and uh, we've worked uh, a lot these, uh, these last uh, decades with uh, our European allies, our NATO allies, and uh, allies uh, around the world. This is why uh, we're very uh, uh, honored uh, to be able to uh, host this conversation uh, and, and, you know, frank and open uh, conversation about uh, the, the situation uh, in Spain with the, with the ambassador. Uh, let me just briefly introduce you uh, before, uh, before we get into uh, the matter at hand. Uh, you, uh, you've been the ambassador since... Uh, April 2017, when you uh, presented your credentials uh, to President Trump. So I guess the, it's kept you busy uh, since then. Um, but before that, you were the Minister of Defense of uh, Spain uh, between 2011 and 2017, and you were a lawyer by uh, profession. So you've had different lives and different, I think, the different perspectives that you can bring to, uh, to this issue. Um, it's very interesting that we meet today because, uh, as probably many of you know, um, today was the last day of the, uh, let's say, the ultimatum, uh, the deadline that the Spanish government gave to uh, the leaders of the movement in, the, in Catalonia to uh, be upfront or explicit about their uh, intentions for uh, independence. Uh, and um, so before we get into, because I, I think it's very interesting to, beyond the emotions and the images and the media coverage that obviously always focuses on the short term, uh, you know, I think it's very interesting to get into the historical and legal and political background of, of the situation and think about ways to, uh, to move forward. But before getting into this, actually, where, where are we today? What is the, the situation uh, today? Before we start with uh, history, you mean? Well, uh, today is uh, yesterday. yesterday uh, the president of Generalitat, Puigdemont, sent a letter to the government saying that uh, he was not uh, accepting the request for a definition whether or not independence uh, had been declared and that he, they asked for time, two months, uh, looking for a dialogue. And, uh, I mean, to, uh, to earn time for nobody knows. What in the, in the, I think that in the end is uh, to prolong the situation of uncertainty, which is uh, no good for the Catalonians, no good for the rest of the Spanish people, and no good for the world looking at this problem, which is, is a problem that not only affects Spain, but affects uh, the rest of Europe, and, uh, and the instability in Spain could affect, as it was seen when uh, during the crisis, economical crisis, to the whole world. And this is one of the reasons for, for what President Obama had a long conversation with uh, President Rodríguez Zapatero in those times, because uh, the problem, financial problems of Spain, as an example, could affect uh, the, all the West financing system. 
So this we are speaking about something that transcends the uh, the uh, the scene or the the frame of the Spanish Catalonian problems. Uh, this is was yesterday. Today, the president of the government and the vice president have answered uh, this uh, letter of um, of President. Uh, Puch de Mont stating that um, basically that it is not acceptable that uh, he is not uh, defining himself regarding something that the constitution establishes that it is an obligation of the government to ask for whether or not um, he is in uh, um, declaring independence in order to to be able to uh, to take the, the necessary measures to avoid such a tremendous uh, um, uh, unacceptable attitude of the of the uh, Catalonian government. No? So I think that in these in these two letters, in these two letters, the letters of Puigdemont and the letter of President Rajoy, you can find the reality of what it is here. Uh, um, President Rajoy uh, is the last. Uh, uh, person that wants uh, this situation happening. That is for sure. No? Uh, this uncertainty, this turmoil, this, uh, first of all, um, and we come to, to a little bit of history. First of all, uh, in the letter of President Hoy, something is uh, stated very clearly. And, um, and uh, the, the thing is that uh, if we analyze the, uh, the history of Catalonia, historical Catalonia, Catalonia has always been a region very uh, particular in Spain. There are others, like Basque uh, Country, Galicia, uh, the first kingdoms of Castile Leon, uh, Aragon, uh, the, the, the kingdom of Murcia. The king, I mean, we, we in, in 1492, we decided to do 300 years before this country, we decided to go from a pluribus unum. We were the first. And, uh, and now, after that, we are uh, building Spain after the constitution of 1978, which is in uno plures, in one, uh, all the, sensi the sensitivities that we could have politically, economically, culturally, and, uh, and this is what we have built in Spain. And in this particular case of Catalonia, if you analyze the situation in Catalonia, inside Catalonia, and in regarding the, the neighbors, in the old neighbors, the kingdom of Aragon, France, uh, the Spain in the, in the Middle Ages and before that, you see that the Catalonians have always been, um, uh, the situation in Catalonia has been always better when they were together with the rest of Spain. I mean, if you, geography matters, and, uh, and uh, when the kingdom of Aragon and the kingdom of Castle were united in 1492, uh, Catalonia was part of the kingdom of Aragon since many, many years before. And uh, when the Principalities of Catalonia, uh, the, the, the Ramon Berenguer married the daughter of the king of, uh, of Aragon, Petronila, and since then, since then, Catalonia was part of, uh, 
apart from the vice goths and uh, and the Arabs, which were occupying Catalonia, and the, uh, in, in the vice goths, Catalonia was part of it. So I mean, geography matters, cultural links matters, familial links matters. We are uh, the same people, and we have uh, the same interests. And when we were in uh, in eighteen. Uh, 98, and we lost Cuba and uh, the Philippines. Catalonians were there. And uh, when we were invaded by the French, uh, Catalonians fought for Spain. And there are very important heroes. And we were in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the war of Africa at the beginning of the 19th century. Catalonia was there. And uh, Catalonia was there because they felt that they were uh, Spanish as the rest of Spanish. And in this particular time, from 78 till now, the situation, economical, social, and in any respect regarding democracy rights and, and the rights of the, the, have never been as high as now. And this is exactly what the president of the government has reminded uh, um, President Puigdemont, uh, when this type of victimism of, of uh, the Catalonia, very typical of the nationalists, uh, this type of victimism are, is uh, on the table as a justification to, some, to something which has no justification at all. Um, thank you very much. I, I want to mention to the audience, by the way, that a bit later we'll have uh, questions. I think you've had uh, papers, or maybe they're just by the entrance door. We can write down the questions, and and we'll ask them because uh, we're a bit limited with uh, with time. So so let me uh, get to to the referendum and to October uh, October first. So the uh, the Catalonian uh, uh, Parliament decided to pass this bill that uh, the uh, Spanish authorities have deemed illegal. The courts have deemed uh, illegal to. Uh, pass a, uh, a referendum on independence. Uh, as uh, as people here who have followed uh, know, the uh, the yes, so the independence was uh, supported by 92 percent of, uh, of voters, but with a pretty low turnout, with a bit more than uh, than 40 percent. And the Spanish authorities have talked about irregularities in the vote as well. But I think also one of the images uh, that that struck a lot of uh, a lot of people, uh, obviously the the violence that we've seen. Uh, in in the streets and and what some people call the police repression against this this referendum. So, uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, uh, how the Spanish authorities uh, reacted to uh, to this referendum, background on it, and and in hindsight, if there was not, you think a better way to have uh, to have managed this whole uh, situation. Well, uh, I can tell you something. The 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 last thing that uh, government want to use his force. Here in Spain, uh, some of the countries I have some doubts, but democratic countries and uh, democratic governance, uh, uh, the last resource uh, for them is the use of force. Violence is a different thing. Violence is the illegitimate and, and, and uh, and uh, let's say uh, unjustified use of force. The use of force, the legitimate force to get the law um, accomplished is some prerogative that uh, governments have all over the world since many years ago. 
And uh, particularly when we are in democracy, this uh, legitimate force is legitimated not because of the government himself, but because of the law. So the respect of law, it is not something that it is for uh, like a, a structural and conceptual uh, understanding of life. It is the way in which human beings, we have decided after very many thousands of years to solve the problems that we have between ourselves and to help us to keep peace, to keep order and to keep uh, the people uh, in a very, um, keeping all the, all the rights that the people have in the best possible way. So this is first, the use of force. The use of force, uh, I repeat, uh, which is the last resource that, uh, that uh, uh, democratic uh, nations, government, uh, gover uh, governments, they have, uh, in the end, uh, if, if the people do not accomplish with the, with the law, they, it is necessary. And that's why uh, people, uh, uh, countries, uh, very democratic and they have police, they have um, resources to uh, keep the, the law, um, to keep the law as the ruler of the, of the society. So it is, it is very obvious. A, B, whoever has jumped over the legitimate uh, force, the use of legitimate force, ordered by the judges, by the way, and, uh, and has been, let's say, especially mm, violent in the use of legitimate force, this is something that, that we will, as we have done in the past, we will look as a, as a, as a non-acceptable attitude, and, and whoever has done this, from the head of the government till the, the last man in the police, will be uh, subject to the law. And this is exactly what a democratic system is. Um, and uh, this is the case. Well, images. The images have been uh, really bad for Spain because it is, uh, we are living in a world of images. And everybody knows that we live in such type of, uh, of world. And uh, I can tell you, images uh, not always reflect the reality. Right, and images uh, can be um, can be used for not to express the truth, but to express political understanding of the situation. Either by the people uh, giving these images to the media, or by the media utilizing images uh, with this regard, not to. Sp to, to reflect the reality, but a political uh, position uh, towards a problem. And uh, Karl Bernstein, which is a, who is a, a very important, uh, a very important journalist and uh, responsible for the Watergate, in there, has been very clear regarding precisely the situation in Catalonia. It lasted, he has said, we have the obligation. And we need to go and to see what is the reality. And it is not acceptable that journalists are pressed by the, some type of people uh, trying to, to uh, unused to say things that are, that are not true. So, here's a mix. First, uh, 
Violence is not acceptable. Legitimate force is necessary all over the world. And, and the third is images uh, should reflect the truth. And if they reflect the truth, they are credible. And they do not reflect the truth, and they are utilized for other um, purposes, they are not credible. Damaging the media, damaging the, the, the Catalonian people utilizing that, and damaging the government and the credibility of something as important as are the communication media for getting a democracy in the best uh, and the uh, wealthy uh, way. So how did, how did we get there? How did we uh, get to the Spanish government using this uh, force that you call legitimate? How did we uh, get to the, the situation of October 1st? Uh, what are the different steps and what are the different options that could Well, I, I think that, the, the, I mean, October 1st is not the beginning of this uh, story. Uh, and September the 6th, uh, the regional uh, autonomous parliament in Catalonia, not taking into, the, uh, into consideration the opposition at all, um, uh, they approved uh, some, uh, and it is, it is well known, uh, they approved some uh, um, laws that uh, were leading uh, to what happened in the, in the first law, which was uh, against the constitution, against the, the statute of the Catalonian, and which had no, in no consideration at all in the most undemocratic way you can imagine the position of the opposition, even not listening to them. So uh, this way of acting, which is involved in uh, some type of, uh, of uh, um, legitimation based on on uh, basically a rebellion to, against the, the, the Spain uh, based on these grievances that they are claiming they are suffering. And uh, so this is, mm, I mean, this is the most undemocratic way of acting disguised as the most democratic which is like a very romantic, the, the people uh, uh, freeing themselves against the oppression of uh, Spain, which uh, is a democ democracy recognized in any and all the institutions in the world. And it has taken to us a lot of time to arrive to, to Spain, to arrive where we are now, no? a lot of time. And the people having more than uh, uh, 60 years or uh, 50 years, we know exactly what I am, uh, what I mean when I say this. Hmm? And um, so, uh, if you analyze the 18th, uh, the 19th century, and the, and the 20th century of Spain, you see what it has been the path for our country to arrive where we are. And uh, sincerely, um, uh, we are. Uh, <coughs> we have our. Um, our national identities, but the, 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 the most important, um, I would say, uh, genetics of the Spanish people, and the best, of course, is the, our capacity to open our doors to the people in the world. 
And this is what exactly what we do every year. We have, uh, uh, I don't know, 80 million people visiting Spain, coming in Spain, living in Spain outside. The, so, uh, I mean, it's a wonderful country, open country, and the least, uh, and the least, um, uh, country, which I know, that could be accused of uh, autocratic or whatever you can uh, believe that the government is. And, uh, and this is the truth. This is the truth. And that's why we are where we are. And that's why we, we are, and we are hard workers as well. And, and, and we are uh, very, um, very uh, sacrificed people because we have get out from this crisis which was not produced by ourselves. Not produced by ourselves. We have to get out of this crisis with the sacrifice of the whole Spanish people in a solidary, solid way. And this crisis, it is a little bit in the roots of what is happening in Catalonia, right? But all of us, all the people in Spain, all the institutions in Spain, we have done a tremendous effort to get out from the crisis, economical crisis, which was leading Spain, and as I said before, the whole Europe and with Europe, a very important part of the world, to something that was really concerning to everybody. And I come back to the conversation of the president of this country with the president of the Spanish government regarding what had to be done. Um, you talked about the Constitution of 1978, um, <coughs> which obviously was the, cons the uh, Constitution of uh, the Spanish transition to, to democracy. Uh, it, it is known today in Europe to be the most, one of the most uh, decentralized, actually, uh, Constitution, give grants a lot of uh, uh, regional autonomy. Um, within this framework, what are the paths to uh, getting out of this crisis? Does it mean maybe more autonomy to... Catalonia is. Are there examples like the Basque Country that could be used? Uh, do Do you need to change the institutions for this? What are the the different paths to resolution and compromise? Oh, I see your point. Well, okay, um, um, the origin of the of the of the legal status of the different autonomies in Spain uh, are very much anchored in history. The Basque Country had a. Uh, an old uh, relation with the crown of Kassel, where the king of Kassel, not the king of Spain, the king of Kassel, was uh, sent, uh, was asked to come to Guernica, and there he saw the old, old laws of the Basques. And the Basques then uh, uh, accept alliance with, uh, with, uh, with the crown. No? This is uh, an origin which was based in, in some all the laws that the Basques have, and this has been respected, and this is reflected in the Statuto de, of Guernica. And, uh, and, uh, and there are always these movements, uh, centrifuge, centripetal in Spain. No? But the balance is that, uh, A, we should respect the legal frame, and within the legal frame, you can or we can speak about everything. And that is the point. That is the point. We haven't denied anybody to uh, to uh, uh, 
to come to dialogue, Lord. What we cannot accept is that you breach law and then you call for dialogue. In Catalonia, it's exactly the same. Uh, if they have some grievances and they want to, to, uh, to uh, solve that, we are not. Absolutely. This is, I, uh, somebody will, uh, pr- probably will laugh here, but I understand that the solution of the problem of Catalonia is uh, law and love. That is the, the key. I mean, we are linked with, uh, with a lot of familiar and, and business and, and uh, interest with, uh, with Catalonian people. And uh, I have lived all, uh, during my youth in uh, all my summers in Catalonia because the line of my father was a Catalonian. So I, so, but, but we need to have some certainties. And we need to go through the law. And I don't think that any single problem that the Catalonians have could be, uh, uh, cannot be discussed within the frame of the 78th Constitution, which, by the way, establishes that even the Constitution, not only the statute, or even the Constitution, can be changed with the agreement of the whole Spanish people. And that is the, 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 the basics of that. And, and when we speak about um, uh, indivisibility of, of Spain, we are uh, saying something which is, uh, which is in, in all the constitutions in the world. And at the same time, we say we want to change this agreement, this pact, this agreement that we had in 1978 to sort of overcome problems that, that we have, they sent us, not the nationalists only, but another type of problems that we had in, in the 36. Um, we agreed that, uh, that this constitution was reflecting exactly the feeling of all the sensitivities in, in Spain to uh, be able to free ourselves and to become a democracy and to live together. That is the, the situation. And there, in this constitution, we said that if the time comes to edit the different type of agreement, has be, we have that instrument, but we have that instrument. Can, yeah, no one can decide what is the legal instrument that he has to apply to himself, because in that very moment he wants to have, uh, let's say, a, a political understanding different from the agreement, which, by the way, was approved by the 90% of the Catalonian people. That is the real 90%. That 90%. From then until now, uh, the Catalonians, they have voted in many occasions, particularly in the, in the late times, when they have such an instability in the government that they were called to elections uh, several times in the last five or uh, years and uh, legal, uh, properly down uh, control and not the pantomime that we have seen at the first of, of uh, on the first of uh, of October with this uh, so-called uh, referendum, which is a mockery for for the whole democratic way of expressing the political will of the people. Um. I think we can maybe gather some of the questions. I'll have just a, a last uh, quick question um, on the international reaction. Uh, so 
we've heard President Trump, and you mentioned it when uh, uh, Prime Minister Rajoy was in uh, the United States a, a few weeks ago, President Trump uh, reaffirmed his support for Spanish unity very clearly. Uh, since then, I think we've seen a support of the, of the European Union for the, for the Spanish government as well. I think President Macron talked about a coup and uh, said that he didn't want to interfere into Spanish politics. We had the same kind of uh, uh, discourse from uh, Angela Merkel. Is there anything that, uh, according to you, the international community, especially the European Union, I guess, and to a certain extent the United States, no. could do, should do in this process? Well, I think that... Um you have said something which is not exactly uh, accurate. The, uh, President Macron and Angela Merkel, they have said something more than what you have said, that they don't want to put, uh, their, with all due respect, their nose in the Spanish, uh, Spanish problem. They have said that they are completely against the independence right. and they want uh, a united Spain because they know exactly what this mean, could mean that, uh, that these... Uh, um, is uh, absolutely out of uh, any uh, um, sensible way of understanding politics could could uh, win in Spain because if this would happen, uh, I repeat, the, uh, Europe will have a tremendous problem. And they have reacted first with uh, sympathy or sympathy to Spain, of course, but second because they are they understand what this means if if if, if this situation and uh, this uh, let's say. Um, 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 undemocratic and out of law political movements succeed. No, they will have the problem immediately. So I think that uh, that uh, the, the European community, from Juncker to Tusk to to uh, Merkel, to, we have the only two countries that have clearly backed the situation in uh, Catalonia have been uh, Venezuela de Maduro of Maduro. And Kim Un-jung, the man of the, of the, of the, you know what I mean. Rocket. And uh, yeah, I cannot. I would like to not use that. Uh, uh, but the the man uh, in 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 North Korea. So I mean, um, uh, let's go. And, and when when President Rajoy was here, and, and I was there, and. Uh, uh, we were we 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 needed. Uh, we, we need not to to um, to press President Trump and his administration for saying what he said, because it's very obvious. No? So I, I think that uh, that uh, and I I repeat, everything is possible within the law. Nothing is possible outside the law. That's a principle of democracy. It's not a principle of autocracy. Or no. That is the question. A democratic law, as was the law that we, the Spanish people, in freedom, gave ourselves in 1978, together with the statutes of autonomy, which reflect this law in the day-by-day -day living of these areas, political areas in Spain. Now, that is very simple. Very simple. And uh, so... Uh, these misty answers that the Catalan government is giving to the to the clarity of the truth of the democratic truth is reflects exactly the clarity of the truth and the a situation which is uh, we in Spain we use that when the river is um, uh, with a lot of turmoil is uh, 
uh, is a, ve a very good uh, time for uh, for fishermen. Um. I don't think that it has any meaning for for the for the American people. <laughs> basically, basically means that uh, um, um, troubled waters uh, are bad for for the are good for the people trying to get things from troubled waters. Um, again, <laughs> very bad. So if I say this, this is how we'll translate somebody there that can say this in a better English, please. Um, we have a lot of uh, interesting questions. Uh, the, the first one, um, I think, is very interesting. So even if we talk about the, the illegal conditions in which the, the referendum was held and the fact that the turnout was low, we still have established that 2 million people voted for independence. How does the Spanish government intend to, uh, the, the term here is seduce or persuade them? What is, uh, what is the dialogue with? Uh, well, I have to express very clearly. First of all, uh, um, it is very difficult that uh, somebody in, uh, could give some validity to that type of vote. Uh, I mean, I will not enter now again in how these... Uh, Vote uh, took place with uh, these uh, these boxes with the fill of ballots uh, be, before entering. I mean, there were towns where there was uh, much more people vo uh, votes than the people existing in towns. I mean, forget about that. The last election well done in Catalonia reflected a reality of the Catalonian people, and that is the reality. So, I mean, I will uh, not uh, go and not accept the referendum, the so-called referendum and this type of thing to reflect the feelings of the, of the Catalonian people. It is not true, full stop. It doesn't reflect with the guarantees of a democratic system. And if we utilize this type of thing, which is done in a very undemocratic way, as a democratic way, we are confusing democracy with this type of attitudes which uh, who are not uh, hom cannot be homologated as a, as a as a democratic way which uh, it is utilized all over the world so how is how should we deal with that it's very simple we need to uh, come to uh, the calm which is uh, the result of the of a law which is a democratic law permitting everybody to express the political will, then within this frame, come to the Spanish parliament and to express, uh, or to the office of the president of the government to express what the grievances are, to try to, uh, to, uh, to listen carefully and to try to help and to arrange these problems of the people of Catalonia together with the vision of the whole Spain, and to try to solve the matters in a very civilized way, which is the way in which we want to do it. And we have the instruments to do it, and we have the will to do it, but within the law. Uh, talking about the law, uh, one of the options that the Spanish government has is using Article 155 of the Constitution to uh, take direct authority over the, the Catalonian region. It's one of the questions here. What would that entail? 
And in which circumstance would the Spanish government go to uh, this option? Well, the circumstances are very well defined in, in, the, in the several communications that uh, the government has sent to the, to the Generalitat. No, I mean, if they do not abide to law, I, they, we will, uh, the government did to, uh, to impede this type of uh, activities that they are uh, carried out by, by the present uh, um, autonomous government is uh, they, they are doing. And we will not suspend the autonomy. We will not, uh, um, uh, from, from that very moment, Catalonia continues being, continue, will continue having their own uh, autonomous uh, government and system. The only thing that we should do is to take the responsibility that this, this autonomy is rule according to the law, and that's the problem. What will be the steps? The Article 155 is an article which ex uh, very clearly expresses that if an autonomy is that has not accomplished with the law and is against the interest of the whole Spain, the government not not uh, get rid of the autonomy. The government will take any uh, step to guarantee that the rule of law is uh, is an, uh, I mean, is, uh, and no damage to the Catalonian people will come from the utilization of these instruments of uh, the legal government of Catalonia to work. It's a gradual, it will be a gradual uh, action. And I hope, I hope with many other goodwill people in Spain that this time will not come. Today was the, 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 the time, and because the Article 155, I, I have felt that the president of the government, the Spanish government, is very arrogant, asking for, it's, an ultimate, it's not an ultimatum, it's the law. It's 155 says that the government, if these things happen, need to ask the other, the, 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 the people not accomplishing with the law uh, to do it. And we have, what we have done is, first of all, clarify whether or not they have declared independence. Why they don't say yes or no? No answer. Second, if they say no, we haven't, we have given to them a time up until the, te the 10 o'clock in, the, in the, the, the Thursday in order to uh, accept to be uh, to, to come back to law and to start negotiating whatever they want. This is exactly what we have here. If they say no, they claim for, um, uh, for uh, the mediation of, I mean, all this uh, scenario, hmm? worldwide scenario that they are building, uh, this, is, um, uh, this is unloyal. With the, with the government, with the rest of the Spaniards. This is very unloyal with the rest of the Spaniards. And this doesn't reflect that all that do not provoke the legitimacy, the, the democratic legitimacy that they are trying with that. Democratic legitimacy is to say we have done a thing which is not acceptable in democracy. We came back to democracy, which is the state of law. And we will speak about everything. This is to be democrat. And the other thing is not. And uh, you need to know that 
It is not a nationalistic thing what is happening only in Catalonia. Hmm? It is not only a nationalistic thing, and you can see the, what are the partners in this uh, regard. Um, one of the questions that comes back also pretty often is the comparison with Scotland, and and the question okay, with the comparison with Scotland in uh, in ah. the kingdom, and the question where whether there would be a legal framework or possibility to hold a legal referendum on independence, which was the uh, the path that uh, Prime Minister Cameron at the time took in the UK? Well, two things, uh, two very different things. Uh, first of all, uh, Scotland and Catalonia has nothing to do historically uh, in this regard. Second, uh, the United Kingdom has not a constitution. Uh, and third, as I have mentioned, within the law, everything is possible. Without the law, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, when... Uh, one question is on, on the question of, of memory, and especially the memory of, of the dictatorship in the 20th century in, in Spain. Uh, obviously, one of the uh, claims of the Catalonian is that they've uh, been oppressed in the, in the 20th century until, uh, obviously, the, the transition to democracy. But do you think the Spanish authorities uh, have done maybe a good enough job at... Uh, confronting this, this memoir, confronting the years of, of dictatorship and, and talking about these issues openly or if it can still be a, 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 a matter, you think, for the, for the Catalonians? Well, I mean, we, the, the Spaniards of my generation, and for not speaking about the younger generations, we do not have any type of complex regarding our democracy and our past. This is first of all. We, are, we can be homologated with any democracy in the world, and we have uh, done a tremendous job to, uh, to, first of all, to face some reactions. Second, to build uh, something uh, which is balanced and which has, uh, which has provoked to the Spanish people the best uh, part of their the history in our history. Right. So this is... Uh, this is something that uh, it is uh, very important. Second, um, mm, today uh, we are living in a world in which uh, uh, democracy is uh, being uh, uh, criticized in many countries and particularly in democratic countries. So there are uh, several books, which is the crisis of liberal democracy and so on. And, um, and uh, we should be very careful regarding that because there are promises that uh, uh, political promises and other type of regimes in the world that are trying to, uh, to undermine the, 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 the principles in which democracy, the freedom, justice, the state of law, um, uh, the way in which the political uh, ideals can be conveyed to the parliament that are today uh, accused of uh, not being useful to uh, face the problems that humanity uh, is, uh, is facing. And frankly, I don't uh, feel that the answer is in the regimes that are trying to convince us that uh, other types of uh, systems are better than ourselves. Even 
if uh, they could uh, obtain some type of results in the economical area, which is not the only area which concerns the human beings. So we have to be very careful about protecting uh, our systems. And, um, and this is what we are exactly doing in Spain. We do not have to uh, build our democracy uh, considering what we were in the past. We have to build our democracy considering that we want to, what we want to be in the future. And this is exactly what we are doing. Looking ahead, not looking to the past, not justifying things in a full history, but in a future which is uh, waiting for us. And we hope that all of us, including the Catalonians, we are able to enjoy and our allies and our friends in the European Union, in this country or whatever in the world, they want to share our values, our principles, and our friendship. Yeah. Right? You, you talk about the crisis of liberal democracy, and I want to ask you about this. It's also one of the questions. To what extent do you think this, this is in the context of the, the different crises that Europe has been facing these last few years? You talked about the economic crisis, um, but obviously we've seen the rise of populism, the rise of the far right and nationalism all over, all over Europe, but also the, uh, the challenge of, uh, of Russian influence uh, supporting these, uh, these these movements, we've seen uh, actually interestingly on social media uh, characters like Julian Assange uh, or Snowden that were pushing also uh, the issue of, of Catalonia. Um, do, do I mean should there be a connection with the broader European context on this, or or do you think it's more specific to uh, to Catalonia and Spain? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, this is not very specific to Catalonia and Spain. We have in the papers every day. I mean. I, I mean, uh, um, we have uh, discovered, and now I, uh, permit me to, to, to um, comment something which comes from my previous responsibilities, now in the security and defense. Now we are facing a dangerous world. And this dangerous world is, uh, um, is the, it is because we have uh, two more spaces than we have in the past. We have the land, we have the air, and we have the sea, you know? And now we have the cyber and we have the outer space. And uh, in, the, in all these new uh, um, spaces that we, that we are uh, living uh, every day, um, we have uh, enemies. And, and uh, these enemies try to destabilize what is the, the, the strength that we have, which is precisely democracy. Precisely democracy. So in these new worlds that uh, we are living, we should be uh, extremely uh, careful. And uh, because, uh, as we saw in the crisis in Georgia and uh, the crisis in Crimea and the crisis in Syria, and the crisis for we have seen how this uh, public opinion could be managed. And here, could be managed in no more, no less than the most important, uh, the most important uh, uh, feast of democracy, which would be the day of elections. So, so I mean, uh, we we should be very careful because the influence that we are receiving from from uh, countries which are um, mm, trying to to weak the system that we have given ourselves. Um, it is very difficult to get evidences, as it was in, in when the crisis of Crimea, uh, 
and the crisis in other parts of the world, this hybrid war, uh, nobody knew who were, who were the the people doing the the, the bad things there. There was a there was a something. Who are those people there? Who are nobody knew. So I mean, we should be very uh, clear that uh, to, today we are facing different type of threats to our systems and democratic systems. The terrorism as well. They are using that terrorism, drug trafficking, human beings trafficking. All all of that. All of that, they are united. So we have to defend ourselves, and uh, and we need to know that uh, that uh, this is not for free. That these attacks are there. So that is a point. They, uh, they exist the attacks exist. Difficult to fight against them. Yes, because we are not ready. We are now aware, and uh, as and we are reacting. But in the future, we should be preventing, deterring. The people to do exactly the same as we do in the land, in the sea, and in the air. The prevention, the deterrence, is the key for not needing to utilize force afterwards, and that is very costly, very difficult to sell to the to the public opinion, to the to the taxpayers, and to the, in the end to the people who are the 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 rulers of their own destinies. And this is exactly what we have to do. And if we do not do that, we will face problems, for sure, as we are doing, as we are facing. You, uh, you've mentioned the, uh, the economic crisis and the euro crisis, which were one of the, the backgrounds probably for this, uh, this current situation. One of the, uh, uh, the arguments, the, the claims made by uh, the leaders of this movement in Catalonia is that uh, Catalonia is paying more than it receives in, in, uh, from the, the rest of the country. And so uh, first, what, what do you make of this, this claim? And is there, in the resolution of this crisis, a possibility for more fiscal autonomy for the region of Catalonia? Well, I mean, uh, we are, uh, I will speak in, uh, in a larger understanding of that. We have built probably the most challenging political um, Political project that uh, is today in the world. Probably in 1776, this was this country. But today is uh, to build a European Union. And in the European Union, there is a north, a south, a east, and a west. No? And the European Union is built on uh, solidarity. And the European Union is built in the way in which everything has to grow in a balanced way. And this is uh, probably the most, uh, the most uh, generous and intelligent political understanding. And that is why it is very difficult. That is why it is very difficult, because every now and then the selfishness and the, and the lack of solidarity is damaging the consistency of the political project of Europe. It's exactly the same in Spain. We need to develop Spain uh, in which the rich countries, uh, the rich parts of the, of the Spain, are sustaining, helping the, the, the poorest parts in Spain. Exactly the same as in, the, in a very democratic and balanced tax system, where the richest pay more than the poorest. And that is exactly the, the case. In regarding the balances of, uh, of uh, the exact balances, whether or not they pay more than they should, 
I think that the figures are uh, there, can be studied, and, uh, and these um, claimings that it is very unfair is not exactly in that way. And, and I will add something, as we say in this country. It is not only the tra trade balance which matters, it is also the investment uh, balance which matters. And Catalonia has, in the, the rest of the Spanish people invest in Catalonia. Catalonia invests in the rest of Spain. And particularly the trade is sustained. So, I mean, the, 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 the economical tissue of Catalonia, it is sustained in a very, in a, the most important part of it because of the Spanish market. And this is, uh, this is uh, very important. This is very important to understand. And, and today, there are some people, unfortunately, I am uh, very sad about this, and I hope that this will solve immediately, and they return. Uh, the most important um, companies of the Catalonia, more than 400, have left Catalonia because this crisis, which has been provoked by the government in Catalonia. Uh, this is a contradiction in terms. So how can you protect your country if you are forcing your mm, rich, your wealth to get to flee your country? This is something that they have to answer. They have to answer. And I'm not at all happy. Hmm? That is very important to say. I would like that everything uh, is where, where naturally it has to be and not forced by a crisis like this time, right? Yeah, and we've seen banks, uh, major I banks. I mean, banks, uh, and, and what is, they are not banks, and, uh, and, and uh, we are speaking about entities. But um, hopefully we shouldn't uh, have the problem of uh, financial uh, um, uh, deposits fleeing from Catalonia. This could be a tremendous situation. So. Let's be very good. And there is another thing which I would like to, to mention, which has a little bit to do. Is um, in Spain, I was uh, in a meeting some days ago with a man of uh, J.P. Morgan, and uh, when I asked him, well, "How you see the problem of Catalonia and Spain and in this situation?" I said, "Okay, uh, we um, we only see." that the growing of uh, Spain will continue to be 3.1. Uh, second, we see that the, um, the premium that uh, you pay is uh, lower than uh, when we took the government in the 1911. And third, I see that the stock market is uh, rebounding every day. That is the reality of Spain. That is the real okay. okay. Well, I think we're uh, running out of time. I really want to thank you, Ambassador. Thank you. I think this was an extremely uh, interesting conversation. Uh, it's, it's always important to have these frank and open dialogues, but also to go beyond the images and the emotion, uh, in, especially in a world where we watch social media and 24-hour news cycle and get into the background and the history. I was uh, rereading last week uh, a beautiful book called Anatomy of a Moment by uh, Javier Cercas, who's a Spanish uh, uh, novelist. It's actually not a novelist, it's a, a nonfiction book on the failed coup attempt in uh, 1981 and the strength of Spanish democracy and unity at this moment where just after the transition, I think it gives 
background and how uh, strong you know Spanish democracy has been, especially after such a tough uh, century and tough uh, decades. So it's good to sometimes take a step back and look a little bit about uh, the history and the, and the broader context. So thank you, uh, thank you so much, and uh, please join me in uh, thanking the uh, the ambassador today. Thank you. Thank you.